Welcome to the Red Letters Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss topics that can be life-transforming while still delivering a message of hope. This is part one, where we discuss prayer. Enjoy. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Red Letters Podcast. Uh, Today, we're going to be discussing the topic of prayer, what that looks like, how it affects our life. How do we pray? What does the fruit of prayer even look like? Does anybody want to share what their thought is regarding what it is or what it means to you? Oh, I'll go ahead and start. (laughs) (laughs) So prayer to me is what now, what I found out was, is giving God access. So prayer to me says, I'm talking to God. And so for our listener, Tony and Ida, I want them to understand that prayer is not anything fancy. It's nothing that you have to come with a college degree and have these big old words. It's basically you sitting down and talking to God. I'm just going, and sometimes you do it with your mind, saying your lips are not moving. It's just your heart connecting with God. And you're letting him know whatever you're going through, you sit in that moment, you sit alone, you you sit with them and you just tell him like, this is what's troubling my soul. This is in whatever it is. I don't know how to do this because he will guide you in anything and everything if we are open to listening, because I, I believe and, and we'll probably get into this more a little later, but that a lot of people have stopped praying or be, don't really believe in prayer, even for those of us who attend church services or have, you know, um, an establishment that we frequent that teaches about prayer because prayers aren't being answered the mm-hmm. way we would like them to be answered. So I believe that people have lost that, but know that prayer connects us with God. That's so good. I know a lot of times um, just over the course of praying for a long time or a long period of time, uh, a lot of times we could become mechanical in our prayers. Mm-hmm. And I, I like how you said that it needs to come from the heart and it doesn't have to be something that has to be spelled out. But um, I guess a good way to look at that is a lot of times when we pray and we have to, we're going through like the, the mechanics of prayer, Many times we're just reciting something and, and we're almost praying from our head, not so much our heart. And I think when we pour out our heart, you know, we pour out our heart and put it on the table and say, hey, God, this is what I'm feeling. I need some help. I need this to be sorted out. I need your guidance. I think that's where your prayer is actually more impactful and the the opportunity to have fruit from it stems from those type of prayers and the time spent with God as we present our prayers in that fashion. Mm-hmm. For for those that are listening that aren't, you know, um, familiar with prayer, what would you guys say is the, why do you guys need, why do we need to pray? May, or is it needed, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. for people that don't participate in prayer in the conversation with God, what, why is it needed? It's needed because that's the way you give God access, um, Gio. So the way that I see it is we want stuff and you can say, okay, I'm going to go to wishing well and throw, you know, pennies in there and wish to get this and wish to get that. It's probably never going to happen. And if you do, it's coincidental. You just receive something. But when you open up to God, prayer is you talking to someone higher than you, someone who has the ability, someone who can change your life around from the inside out. God is not going to grant 
grant people that big house they want or the, all this money because people think that, oh, I'm going to go pray to God and, and see if I can get all these. God is not a genie. A genie. That's not how it works. It's you connecting. He wants a relationship with you. So that that's what prayer is. You start to establish a relationship with God so that through him, you can be able to say, uh, serve others mm-hmm. through your gift. God will reveal your gift to you so you can serve others. So that's, I think that's how I, I the best way that I can put it is you prayer is giving God access. I'm going to mm-hmm. go back to that. I think what yeah. you said too about the like relationship part, it's almost like when you have that first date and it's awkward. I think everyone has that yeah. moment mm-hmm. when they try to pray and like, I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't mm-hmm. feel anything or I'm not, I don't feel like God's listening. I think it's like when you go on a first date, you know, like, okay, mm-hmm. the, my name's this, this is what I do. And then the second date, you get a little more intimate. Then you, uh, you know, years down the line, when you're married, there's yeah. intimacy where almost when you don't even have to say words, where it's a just look. the heart speaks, <laughs> speaks or the yes. look. I think yeah. we've talked yeah. about it in the past. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, that was like something I just thought about right now. It's just like, it's going to be awkward at first some mm-hmm. for some people. Some yeah. people could just jump in and start swimming. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But I think it's just having that idea like, okay, I need to get to know you now. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and that's where like the intimacy part of it. Yeah, about prayer. Mm -hmm. That's good. I believe there's different forms of prayer, and that could be what you just mentioned right there. That could be, you know, a form of personal prayer or form of adoration, worshiping God, Mm -hmm. sitting with God, talking with God, communing with God. But then there's also governmental prayer. Where, where you're praying for the government and things to happen, right? And one of the, uh, there was a statement or one of the things I follow, um, actually her name is Suzette Haddon. Haddon. I'm not sure if I pronounced that correctly, but she was actually um, an intercessor for um, Reithard Bonnke for when he would do his um, huge um, crusades in, in Africa. And so she had wrote this, I was listening to her and she said this, um, working or prayer is working with the Lord with that prayer for that purpose. That's governmental. Well, that's prayer, for in, in anything in general, because she mentioned prayer is simple. It's not complicated. There's no right way. There's no wrong way to prayer, right? To pray. So, and I share this with a lot of people that I share with that say, well, how do you pray? I don't know how to pray, right? A lot of the times I think we mainly focus on personal prayer, right? We're always praying, God, help me this or do this for me, do this for me. I, I want this. I want that. And one of the things that, that we need to learn is sometimes we have to put aside ourselves, right? Yes. And what we want because we need God to move. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people fall short of that because we're so focused on praying for what we want, what we need, what we desire, when we don't understand that there's even promises in God's word that we're praying to God, God, help me this. I need this. I need that. I need food. You know, I don't know how I'm going to provide for my kids tomorrow. But yet the Bible says that when you're a believer and you're in him, right, and you're obedient, all that stuff is already added to you. He says, don't worry because you know what, you're going to, I'm going to provide you food. I'm going to provide you, you know, with shelter. I'm going to provide you with clothing. Right. And those things are already a given, you know, Mm -hmm. but we tend to pray those all the time. Like, Lord, I need this. I need that. But if we stood on God's truths, right. And believed them, then those things we don't have to worry about. Right. There's more important things that we should be lifting up to God and, and, and giving to God and so forth. And so I think that Prayer is simple. It's not complicated. Um, For me, it's conversation. 
I, I love to talk to God. Now there's different times where God, I feel like, you know, there's a warring, mm-hmm. you know, where we, I need to intercede because there's, there's something heavy on my heart or let's say I'm praying for, you know, it could be the government, it could be the nation, it could be, you know, even our presidency this year, you know, there's a warring that goes on and the Holy Spirit leads you into that, but that's later on. But to be simple and basic, if you're just starting off and you don't understand how to pray, it's just talk to him, share your heart with him, commune with him, meaning that you, you and him sit down in that quiet place, make sure that you're, you're in that place, you know, where there's no distractions and it's quiet and it's just you and him. And you're having that conversation with him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not difficult. You just, you know, my beginning years, when I first became a believer, I didn't know anything about prayer. All I knew is what I kind of carried on with me before I got saved. And that was just talking to him, you know, asking him questions. Okay. That's really good, mom. That's really good. But you said something right now. You said, well, not, but I just, this is something you said. You said that there's no wrong way to pray. Mm-mm. And I believe that my whole life, I would say it all the time to people when they would ask how to pray. But now that I'm older, I don't know if I fully believe that statement because there is some forms of prayer where it's almost just this selfish, give me, give me, give me. And wouldn't you say that that's like the wrong way to pray? So then wouldn't that statement not necessarily, because I feel like it's a nice way to say it because that way someone who's new is like, okay, I can't make a mistake. Mm Non-threatening. It's non-threatening. But in reality, isn't there a wrong way to pray? Can I? Oh, you want to Go ahead. You can answer it. So this is... um, Pray for God's will, not your own. Right. So I love that you said that, Ruth. However, mm-hmm. if we think about the new believer, the right. person yes. that's right. just coming to God, right. yes. who has no clue what thy will means, mm-hmm. and, and they've been taught. So we have to remember we conform to the patterns of this world. And in this world, we're very selfish, which is exactly. unfortunate, but it's the mm-hmm. truth. So we come like, okay, I'm going to talk to God. Oh, I have a lot of need and I want this and I want that. It's okay because at the very beginning, at least you're establishing a relationship. Right. But once I believe you get to that established relationship, you realize, oh, thy will be done, not my will. And I think that that, that prayer starts to change. And it's right. more about what God wants, not about what I need. Exactly. Yeah. It, it goes yeah. to like maturity too. Yeah. Yes. Well, when, when you, you first become a believer, you're a baby. Yeah. Yeah. You're yes. chirping need, on I the need. bottle, yeah. chirping on the bottle. And what do babies do? On the bottle and, and what do babies and, do? Exactly. Mine, mine, give me, exactly. give me. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But allowing God to transform you from the inside out will lead you to those mature prayers where, Mm -hmm. okay, God, I get you. I I see you now. And it was not all about me, but thank you that you were able to change me from the inside out because I didn't get this. And then you kind of, for I don't know about you guys, but then you kind of like, oh my goodness, I was so selfish when I first came. Like all I wanted was God fix this, fix this. And and it's not like that. But I believe that just like our parents, they are kind to us and they have um, patience. God also has that patience, but he will mm-hmm. not give you everything that you ask for just because you're asking for it, but you will see glimpse and evidence of God answering your prayers, if that right. makes sense. No, that's total sense. Yeah. And, I mean, I wouldn't tell a new believer that. It's just no. one of those things where I think about for myself, where I'm like, if I start praying, I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm either, it feels like a monologue mm-hmm. where I'm just constantly talking to him and not allowing him to talk back or it just, it, sometimes I'm like, I'm being selfish right now, Lord. Like, what's on your heart? Oh, I love it. And mm-hmm. so that's where I, sometimes I'm like, I'm not praying right to myself, mm-hmm. you know? No, and, and I do share that with 
new believers or people just learning to pray. And the reason why is because they overthink it. Yeah. And they're always like criticizing how they pray and what Mm -hmm. they're praying. Like, am I praying the right thing? Am I praying the wrong thing? And all these things go on in their mind and then they get discouraged Mm -hmm. and then they don't want to pray. And another thing that I wanted to share about prayer is that we don't realize that it's in, it's those times, those times that we spend in prayer that God changes us. It's not just through the renewing of his word, but it's that time we spend with him in, 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 in that quiet where there's no distractions or anything like that. And it's just you and him because you're able to weep. You're able to empty yourself out. You're able to come to him and, and just pour everything and give him everything so that he can renew you again and cleanse you from, you know, your day pretty much. You're pretty much just emptying out everything that went on that day. And God just comes in through his love and renews your spirit and your mind and everything else so that you can, okay, go to bed in peace and then wake up and Okay, Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for today, you know? So there's trans, there's a changing and a spiritual growth that happens when you're praying. Mm -hmm. It's not just through his word. It's that intimacy, that quality time that you spend with him. And that's why it's so important to pray. What about you, Dan? What do you think? I, I know that prayer is something that every single person longs to do on the inside. That's why I, I was trying to think while you, know, you guys were sharing mm-hmm. of any religions that don't include prayer, some element of prayer. And they all do for the fact that there's a longing inside of us to talk mm-hmm. to our creator because mm-hmm. that's we came from him, so we long to be reconnected to him. That's why, you know, it's sad to say, but some people get into any religion that they're brought up in and they get dedicated because, you know, they're longing to have that connection back with God. No, but I'm glad that you're saying that about every religion because I believe, and I heard this from Dr. Miles Monroe, that people pray and they don't call it prayer. They're Mm -hmm. always praying. And because God almost programmed us to be that way. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you're sitting there, it's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Who do you think you're talking to? Mm -hmm. And we sit there, it doesn't matter what religion you're from, or you can say, I don't believe in anything. But when you sit there in those moments and you're like, I don't know, Mm -hmm. and you're talking, that's prayer. You're calling out to someone. It's like you may not want to identify who that someone is, but we, I believe that it's innate, like you said, in us to want to reach out and Mm -hmm. pray. Mm-hmm. And and actually something that you were mentioning earlier about um, wrong, is there a wrong way to pray? I'm not sure. I, I was thinking about that as well. And I think that if somebody finds himself um, mature enough to know how to pray, but finds himself praying with the wrong motives, ends up most of the time gets discouraged and don't want to pray anymore. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what both Mary and, and, yeah. and Ida was saying is that, it's because there's no more answers. It's almost like I almost feel like once we know that we're kind of crossing the line and we're just being selfish in our motives mm-hmm. because it's a heart posture as we pray. Mm-hmm. And when our motives aren't lined up, we're not going to see fruit from it. And mm-hmm. therefore, we're not going to think it works. So we're going to actually stop praying. Yeah. So unanswered prayer, I think a lot of times is because one, we don't know his will. A lot yeah. of times we don't want to dig in and see what does his, his words say. 
Because as we read, and we're, in other words, if we read the word, I know we're talking about prayer, but I think they go hand in hand. If we turn around and read the word, we're here, change my mind to think like this Mm -hmm. living word that I'm reading, Mm -hmm. then everything inside of you starts lining up. So when you turn around and pray, you already, you already know the heart of God. So Mm -hmm. you're just returning that heart of God back to him in your time of prayer. Right. And I think that there's something amazing as that happens. But when we think that we don't need to read the word or we're not trying to seek his will, we, we pray amiss, the Bible says. Mm-hmm. We're, we're praying, but we're missing the mark mm-hmm. because his will's not interwoven with the words that we're releasing back to him. Mm-hmm. And those two have to go hand in hand. Communication's always a two-way street. Yeah. It can't be a one-way street. Yeah. And oh, go ahead. Oh no, the verse that comes to mind right now is in Psalms. I don't, I'm, I can't remember which one, but um, it's like in the 30s. But where it says, <laughs> "Delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart." A lot of people assume like, "Oh, God's going to give me what I'm asking for." But I realized, and when I had studied that verse, that it's in delighting in the Lord mm-hmm. that He starts to renew your heart, so you start to desire what He desires. Exactly. So then your prayers start to reflect those desires. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which. You feel like they're your own, but really it's the Lord's that had been instilled in you yes. from delighting in his word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I do good. believe it goes hand in yeah. hand. Yeah. And, and I know sometimes I've come across some people where they don't know what to pray. So they, they their conclusion is, I when I, when I, when I want to pray to God, I close my eyes and I just think about him. Mm-hmm. I, my, I don't really know if I agree with just thinking equals prayer. Mm, I think that could be a way of meditating on him and thinking about him. But I don't know if that would equate to a life of prayer because all you're doing is thinking. You're not even communicating Mm -hmm. outside with your physical body in any way, shape or form. And I'm not saying, you know, that you have to be super loud or any of that because some of the most some of the most precious times that I've had in prayer is when it was a quiet one, where it was mm-hmm. a, a, a soft word spoken from my heart that almost ends up in tears, where mm-hmm. I can't even articulate it anymore because I feel like there's a pouring out of myself and it becomes weeping. But nevertheless, there's something coming out. I'm offering something to God. I'm communicating mm-hmm. to Him um, in 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 uh, pouring out my heart. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I've caught myself just end up weeping in my time of prayer, mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's getting those tears and he's getting those groanings and trans, uh, transforming them into the words that my heart yeah. couldn't exactly. put yeah. together. Exactly. And I think that's, that's you know, I would say that even times where you're crying before God and you're like, God, you know, I don't know even know what to say. I don't know what words to put together to structure a, a paragraph to relay to you what's on my heart. But sometimes when we're weeping, I feel like he turns around and knows how to interpret those things. Right. Yeah. Well, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit uh, makes intercession for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when we don't know what to pray or what to ask for, um, sometimes then we just lean on the Holy Spirit and he does it for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're getting, oh, oh go, ahead, no, go ahead. So you're getting at like prayer is more like a heart thing. Like we don't actually have to be like, you know, always having to hear our own voice, but like, it's all about the heart. And sometimes what words can't tears will say. Yeah. 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 So exactly. On. Because I, I, God knows the heart. Yeah. I think yeah. there has to be some type of expression coming out. Yeah. 
that's more what I was trying to say that and just my personal opinion I don't know if I would say to someone who closes their eyes and just thinks about God I don't know if you could call that prayer that's just something that I've thought of. It could be meditating yeah. and and yeah. and and uh, dwelling on him and stuff like that. But I feel like there has to be something coming out because just like Mary, when she spoke last Wednesday, was talking about Hannah. Right. It, it looked like she was mumbling something. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like she was dead quiet and it looked like she was asleep. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to say. There, there's just something that that comes out of us. Um, that 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 God receives as our, our time of prayer. Mm -hmm. well, well, it said that she was just moving her lips, yes. meaning that she had she was not mm -hmm. even mumbling or she wasn't even meditating. She was literally just moving, moving her, her lips, lips. Mm -hmm. and that's why. Um, what's the name of the priest? Um, Eli. Eli thought she was drunk, yeah. right? Because all he saw was her lips moving. He didn't hear nothing come out of her mouth, and. I believe that, you know what, there's times when I'm in prayer and I just close my eyes and I'm, I'm talking to him in my mind mm -hmm. and I'm not saying anything out loud. And sometimes I'll do that because I know that sometimes too, we give so much power over to the devil through our words. And there's just some things that I quietly say to God in my heart and my mind where I don't say them out loud because I don't want to, you know, give power over to the devil with my words at times. I know it doesn't make sense, but... I believe that God does hear me a hundred percent when I'm just talking to him in my mind. I'm not saying he don't hear you. I just don't know if it, my opinion again, I just don't know if it qualifies as prayer mm -hmm. because here's Hannah. She's moving her, her lips. It says, okay, when you think, do you typically move anything? No, no. that's why to me, there's something, maybe you couldn't hear it, but it's one of those groanings possibly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah I, I have to disagree with that one. I, 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 I would say that it's God more meditating can, and you know, I believe it's him. prayer okay. because I mean, there's too many times that God has even answered me where I just didn't say any, I didn't open my mouth. Mm -hmm. I just mm -hmm. was talking to him in my mind, thinking on him. Even times when I go to sleep, like when I'm going to lay down and lay my head down, I'm talking to him in my mind. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'll say things like, Lord, I just want to tell you that I love you, but I'll say it like the thought, like, like, Lord, I love you, but I don't move my, my lips, mm -hmm. you know? So that part there, I have to disagree with. Um, it's a matter of the heart because God sees our heart. He already knows our thoughts before we think them. So for me, it's like, it, it's all a matter of your heart, where your heart is and what that purpose is and, and what will, you know, what you're praying for at the time, mm -hmm. whether, you know, it's personal, you're praying his will, his word, you know, and that's why I say there's no wrong or right way to, to really pray. And, you know, we can go back to that one too, mm -hmm. but yeah. That's well, just my if you thought. think, if you think about it, just real quick, um, when Jesus was walking the earth and he had his disciples, they didn't ask him to teach them anything except for except prayer. Except for prayer. Mm -hmm. And so here's Jesus saying, this is how you pray. Mm -hmm. And he articulated what, what, what to do. So I'm not trying to argue the case at all, but I think the times that we're quiet, that we were, we're, we're dwelling on him, we're, we're meditating on him, we're doing all these things, but he, he articulated and gave a structure to what prayer looks like. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm trying to say. But, you know, going back to those times when you're groaning and you're weeping before God, that's also prayer as well. 
So it's you're, it's not really a right and a wrong way at all. I just I I want to encourage anybody that's that's seeking a prayer life to at the end of the day pour out your heart to God, right. whatever that looks like. Whether you have the right words, the right syllables, whether it makes sense, it don't make sense. As you're talking, God will in turn interpret what's on your heart, and your relationship with Him will grow, and it all stems from prayer. That's all. And I wanted to share, Tony, I'm going to go back a little bit. So both of you talked about two-way, that prayer is Mm two-way. So, and and then you guys talked about meditation. So I believe the speaking and the talking and the calling out to God, that's me doing the petition. That's me coming before God. But the meditation, the quietness of sitting back, that's me actually listening to God. Mm -hmm. Because we have to, because I believe in prayer, we all believe that it's a one-way street, that I'm going to come here and I'm going to ask and I'm going to ask. And then I walk away. It's like, wait, what happened to that time? Yeah. (laughs) What happened with that time where we sit, we reflect, Mm -hmm. we actually sit. And that's when we, I believe that's when images of him, that's when thoughts of him, that's when whatever you have read on your Bible, that comes to life. Those are those moments. I'm not speaking. I'm just manifesting, if you will, but also wanting to hear from him mm-hmm. and whatever that looks like, because it looks different to everybody. Um, so that's what I think when we're not speaking, that's when we're allowing him to speak. But I don't know um, if we can actually, I don't know for speaking, I'm just asking, can you sit there and actually have nothing on your mind and just just sit there? So for me, it's after I, I'm done praying, I just sit there and I image, I have images of God, whatever, whatever anybody thinks God looks like. I've seen the pictures. <laughs> I believe that's what it is. <laughs> So that's me feeling like I'm there and he's in front of me and I'm just trying to take it all in. So whatever image anybody has, that's for them. But I believe that's our quiet time and taking in what he has to say to or, or respond however he responds. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I know that like how you meant, I'm glad you brought up the, the quiet time because I think that our time that we set aside for God does require both of those. A lot of times we think we could just come to God with the shopping list. Okay, God, here, in Jesus' name. And then you walk away and he has to take care of that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think not having that quiet time, I think they do go hand in hand. I'm not saying that one replaces the other. You know, I was just saying that the expression, the part that we do have to offer him, I feel like it has to articulate something yes. in some fashion. Exactly. That's yeah. all. But I do know that the, it, it, it couples with that quiet time no matter what, because there's times too where I've done the same thing where I'll be alone. Maybe I didn't even start praying yet, and I just wanted to get my mind clear. And I just start thinking of all the different things that God's done for me. Mm-hmm. And then all of a time, then it just like feeds my spirit where I'm ready to pray now. You know what I mean? Or it goes back, you know, vice versa. Sometimes you go back and forth, Mm -hmm. you know, but I do believe that they do go hand in hand. And I think a lot of people don't add the quiet time to their time of articulating something. Mm -hmm. Exactly.